All right, time now to read between the lines to all those headlines that often get buried in Ottawa, but shouldn't because they actually do affect us. Let's bring in Tom Korski, Managing Director over at Black Locks Reporting, to see what nuggets they have dug up. And oh my goodness, Tom, what are they saying in Ottawa about that testimony we just heard with Morneau? I mean, really? Yeah, the, wheel, the wheels are off the bus. It was truly <laughs> disastrous. Uh, just two cents on this Conflict of Interest Act. In case anyone gets confused, Alex, uh, the law says... If you give cash or gift in kind worth more than $200 to your member of parliament, that must be reported. So that's we're talking about an expensive set of car mats, perhaps a couple of mid-grade Leafs tickets. That must be reported by your member of parliament. Who thinks that an MP can be bought for $200? Parliament does. That's why they passed the law, let alone a $41,000 gift from a federal contractor. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. And it's not a good look given that uh, for a charity to be paying for a billionaire family trip, um, you know, donors don't give to charity for that. You're left with the implication also for Morneau, you know, all right, so he's not the Napoleon of crime. Bill Morneau's a great guy, and he likes to make phone calls to Craig Kielberger, who's also a great guy. Mm. But he's really sloppy on his finances. He happens to be the minister of finance. This is the guy in charge who has run the federal debt up to $1.3 trillion, unprecedented in Canadian history. I just lost track of that shoebox of $41,000 in expense claims. Come on. Yeah, it's well, when you're a billionaire, you do get to forget the uh, 41, I mean, 41,000 to him is nothing. But it does, it does explain a lot, it, like, like some of the things that you guys have dug up. I mean, nearly half a billion in pandemic relief checks uh, claimed by Canadians who were n in no way entitled to them. Um, and, and the Department of Social Development, they know about these payments made through the CERB. I think there's what, 221,000 people who are getting CERB uh, on top of employment insurance, and they all know what's happening. But yeah. They're too busy. Maybe that that's, I mean, he, maybe he forgot to do it. Maybe he forgot that one as well. They could have forgotten. You know, the problem uh, to this day, no one really knows the extent of fraudulent or ineligible claims that were paid out under the Canada Emergency Response Benefit. They just know the entire program went threefold, at least over budget, up to about uh, last time I checked, $71 billion, a lot of money. This is cases, uh, the 221,000 cases where they knew the claimants were ineligible because they use computers and they could see these people were already drawing employment insurance. Well, the law said you're only eligible for the pandemic relief checks if you have no income and you have no work. Well, you, but I can see it right here on my screen. <laughs> mm. There's 221,000 names of an they paid They paid them anyway, said, we'll, we'll figure it out later. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll figure it out later after that that boondoggle with we will figure it out. Um, and yet, you know, for a government that tells us it's so open and transparent, I mean, the Commons Health Committee, which I guess the Liberals uh, and, and Bloc teamed up on this one, voted against releasing documents of pandemic emails that would shed things, you know, shed light on things like, oh, I don't know, long-term care, the missing PPE stockpiles, and basically all the things Canadians deserve and should know. Uh, by a government that performed very uh, weak, uh, you know, very weak on this thing in the early days of uh, COVID-19. We're not going to get to see it. Conservative and New Democrat MPs found that absolutely infuriating. As you point out by these repeated six to five votes, the health committee 
struck down motion after motion to get just just plain. No one's asking for personal information here. They're looking for plain disclosure of records, emails, briefing notes, documents on the mismanagement of the pandemic that you have already heard the public health agency, the Department of Health say lessons learned. We could have done that better. These are not state secrets. And all MPs want to know is, well, as you're still stumbling through this ongoing catastrophe, what mistakes did you make? By all means, let's look at the records. And they don't want to release the records, Alex. It's it's really, it's not a good look for a Department of Health in the middle of a pandemic. No, it's not. And as we're learning, they like to uh, hide a lot of stuff. And so uh, that means we should be wanting to see them. I do love this one, though. I mean, federal employees who get to uh, work from home apparently are entitled to $500 chairs. I mean, free delivery with that. And and the public uh, works department didn't explain why staff uh, couldn't use their own chairs. I mean, I've got a plastic chair that I use, Tom, that like I just <laughs> sit in and I bought it myself, like every other Canadian out there. But if you're a federal employee now working from home, you also get a $500 chair. Really? It was a directive. It was a directive, God bless him, from uh, the Deputy Minister of Public Works. Uh, and the directive was... Uh, if uh, you uh, don't want to use your own chair and you're, quote unquote, working from home, we're going to deliver your office chair right to your door, no charge, or or you can go door number two and you can get $500 as a furniture grant to buy a desk or a chair or, or you know, something work-related. So $500 or a free chair, that was the offer. How many chairs, how many dollars went out the door? We don't know. But they did say in the committee testimony that a good portion of a quarter million federal civil servants did work from home from the start of the pandemic on March 11th. It, it could mm-hmm. be, well, it's millions. Of course. It is. And then and that's on top of the fact that, I mean, tens of thousands of employees uh, who weren't sick and uh, weren't even working at home. I mean, they got pandemic pay. They got furloughed. And it's what, uh, $439 million. So they don't work. And now we have to buy them chairs. And they're getting, you know, all these benefits. Well, deficit times are good times. What can I tell you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, in the case of the pandemic furloughs, correction, that, that's, that you are exactly right. Those are not people working from home. That was 27% of the federal public service got COVID furloughs to go home with pay and not work for reasons of child care, et cetera. The, the normal human anxieties that, that every taxpayer faces. Um, and the cost is uh, uh, up to now, the last time we saw figures, it was close to half a billion dollars. And that was just to the 1st of June. Man. And you wonder why Canadians are so cynical and so sick of it because they're struggling. Mm-hmm. They just want to make ends meet. They just want to get through this thing. And uh, you hear stuff like this. And uh, no, no, uh, no wonder. Um, Tom, I'll look forward to hearing what you've got to say next because, uh, of course, the prime minister is going to testify now at the committee hearing. So get your popcorn ready. I know you guys will have some. Good to talk there. to you. Thank you, Thank sir. Thank you, Alex. That's Tom Korski, managing editor over at Blacklocks Reporting, which is a subscription-based and worth every penny because they get a whole lot of stuff that just does not uh, generally get uh, dug up. When we come back, we'll talk about the premier. He's defending uh, the ejection of an MPP because she did not vote with party lines. Was she right to? We will talk about that next. Stay tuned. Your news at the top of the hour. I'm Alex Pearson. This is On Point on Global News Radio.